This, this is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. What's up? Happy Labor Day. Welcome inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio to the Talkin' Cowboys Break. Rob Phillips joined by an all-star crew. Brian Broadus, David Hellman, Nick Eatman, Kent Garrison producing. Fellas. Hi. It's a, it's a go Tigers. Oh, go Tigers. Yeah. Throw that out there. Damn How right. Let them know. <laughs> go Tigers. Is Miami back? I don't know. Miami's back in the trash. Great uniforms, Whoa! though. Miami's got some great uniforms. Their uniforms them. are actually made out of trash. Yeah. Well, they played like it last they night. played like trash. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Anyway, go Tigers. Hey. You went to the game last I night. I went you, to the game. To you out there, Michael Irvin. It was. To it, you, to you, yeah. to you. <laughs> good game. Right good there. Good game for yeah. about a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Missed no. the field goal, man. That's what happens. Get yeah, in that field. Well, yeah, get rid of your field what, goal your kicker. Fan, that's what happens. Your fan base is unbelievable. They're just they're they're awesome. We we like to have a good time. Yep. Yeah. And Brian Brian slipped in a nice little segue there. Yeah. I, I saw what you were doing. Yeah. That's good. I tried to help you, Rob. <laughs> this thing was going down the it was down the, down the bad path oh, of field. nobody on this planet wants to talk about that game. Nobody listening to this podcast wants to talk about. They do it. want to talk about the kicker. They do. And let's talk about the kicker, y'all. We are in uh, week one officially, even though it's a holiday today. Jason Garrett is it? it not for us and <laughs> yeah. not for not for Jason Garrett. He's going to address the media at uh, in an hour, 2 p.m. Central Time. So it's a primer for that. And boy, we've got a little question for Coach Garrett that we need to address over the next hour. Right. Yeah. What's up with with Dan Bailey? What's up with the kicker situation? Why did they do what they did on does Saturday? Any, does anybody here know that? Like, does it? I, I don't think they know that. Yeah, great point. Hmm. I mean, okay. Another question. You don't have to. I don't want to put y'all on the spot, but okay. I mean, this is my sixth year, Rob. This is like your tenth year. You've been here forever. You were. Yeah, he and I were about the same time. Yeah. Is that? I mean, that ranks up there for me as maybe the most shocking thing that this team has done in my time. I don't. Maybe. I mean, you know, maybe it's not up there with Quincy Carter. Maybe it's not up there with Quincy Carter. Well, they didn't get rid of him. He got hurt. I mean, that was... They didn't play him ever again. That, it was, whatever. You know what? Yeah. I mean, out of nowhere, like a guillotine, they just this, dropped this, the knife This one on. was the biggest surprise that I can remember. Yeah. I think so. I, I jokingly said something. Was it you? Like, earlier in the day, like, what if they cut Bailey? And you're like, shut up. Or <laughs> maybe it was you. I, I, I remember saying You might be it. talking to yourself, I, I do that a lot, but... If you're talking... Shannon was your office, you were talking to yourself. I don't think you said that to anybody... Except yourself, because like when it came down, when word got around that this was going down, oh, I was shocked. We were all like, "What logical I, sense does this make?" I got a text. Remember, we were all sitting yeah. there. I got a yeah. text. And I said, "They're thinking about cutting Dan Bailey." Yeah, and I and we said, all kind of looked at each other. Shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> Nick threw up into his hands. Yeah, I can't. That's what my wife says to her kids in class, fourth grade. Yeah. She shut, shut the front door. She says that to them. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Some, it's okay. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> well, that's right? because the door's open. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Um, just, yeah, but you, you word got out, and yeah. I know everybody here was shocked. And I, I can't. I'm with Nick. I can't recall a roster move other than like Quincy Carter, which wasn't a final cuts move. That was. Where, that was. I was lived that one. Where it shocked everybody. It shocked me the fact when the when Larry Lacewold told me that he goes, "Hey, we just cut our starting quarterback," and I go, "What?" He goes, "We just cut our starting quarterback." I'm like, Quincy. He goes, yep, he's out of here. And I'm like, oh. But, yeah, that was yeah, the Dan Bailey one because – and I, I think Nick, he made an excellent point on Twitter. And I, I applaud him for an excellent tweet. Thank you. 
because if there was a if there was really a competition, you know, why didn't we see a competition? If 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 Dan Bailey was kicking for his job, why why didn't Dan Bailey get the opportunity to kick for his job? It doesn't. That, that's that's it in a nutshell, right yeah. there. It doesn't yeah. make any sense because if he goes out and hits a fifty-seven yard kick against Houston, yeah, everybody's feeling good about Dan. Even them, mm-hmm. they're yeah. like, you know what? Okay, he's back. He's yeah. good. He never even got the chance to do that. Now the only question that I have, and no one can answer this for me, did he want to kick? You know, sometimes did he want the competition? No one has told me either way. That's You're the right. only thing I can think of that well, maybe he didn't really want that. The reports are that he's in New York to yeah. try out, visit yeah. with the Jets. So there's competition right there. Yeah. I mean Chargers another team use a kicker. Yeah. The funny I, thing for me is like, you know, we're smart. We're plugged in. Speak and, for yourself. Oh, thanks. Well, we did go to LSU, but <laughs> we're plugged in. And the, there are other people that are plugged in. Like around this beat, there are people that know what's going on. And at some point in the six weeks since we started these practices all the way back in July, don't you think they're like, can't you just see like the report that like, you know, ooh, like Cowboys, the depth chart at the kicker position might not be as settled as you think it is. Like the Cowboys are, you know, they're kind of impressed by this Brett Maher kid. Like, Nothing like that ever happened. It just, it was, I mean, uh, Bailey kicked every other day, which has been his schedule for years to rest his leg, and Maher got, you know, he had his own days. How do you pronounce the kicker's name? Mar. How do you pronounce it? Maher. Yeah. Well, but, if it was a real competition. Trahan comp- told me Mar. See, that's my point. If it was a real competition, yeah, we, know along, we, would, we would know his name yeah. Yeah. if well, this was really a battle. I felt better when Todd Archer tweeted, Todd Archer of ESPN Dallas, that he did what I did, and that's when – it was Maher's chance to kick and practice every day yeah. for three weeks in Oxnard. You watch. I didn't. I mean, I might watch, but I didn't chart it. Yeah, I charted Bailey every day because, yeah. especially after you know Brian and I did a point counterpoint. Right. First week in Oxnard. Right. After two days where he struggled, and okay, is it time to hit the panic button? Right. Well, he righted himself. They yeah. didn't go out and look for other competition, and I think everybody felt like this guy was signed. This guy was a punter as well in practice. He's yeah. there to spell Bailey. He's there to spell Chris Jones. Right. Oh, hey, maybe, trust me. Maybe that fifty-seven yarder at Houston the other night. Meant yeah, more but he also than missed a forty what something forty seven eight yard kick at San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, you know, and so you're sitting there thinking, and I, but I'm with Nick. If 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 there was a competition, I never saw it. Yeah, and. The, this could very well come down to, whether you believe it or not, this could come down to just absolute confidence in Dan Bailey as a kicker. Yeah, I really. I mean, that's what they're that's what they're saying. I mean, I don't money. No, it's coming down to they do not want to go through what they went through last December when Bailey came back, which is totally fine. But like it, that, that's I just made the dumbest noise ever because I can't even articulate. <laughs> We never saw that thought process play out on the football field. Like, I, and you think it was money? No, I don't think. I it was hope money. it's not because if it is, that's going to piss me off. What are they saving their money for? They don't yeah. need. Yeah. They don't need. They don't money. need cap space. See, they yeah. had fifteen million on Saturday. This so would now, bother okay, me too. This would bother me if I was Jason Garrett. I keep talking about Garrett wanting to get everybody in here that can help him win games. If he's part of this decision, and all of a sudden we're in week four and they blow one against Detroit. You know, that's on Garrett. That's on the staff. That's on the front office. This kid was pretty good in the CFL. That's what you, that's what we're going into the season with. A pretty good CFL kicker who's never made a kick in the NFL before. 
Here's the thing. Are about we wrong? It. Wait, 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 excuse me. Are you wrong about Dan Bailey? Is, are we seeing the end? Of, are well, we seeing the end of Dan Bailey? Here's the thing. It, it's all of a sudden it's the Nick Foles. I'm not Nick yeah. Foles. Uh, uh, the Nick Folk. Folk. Nick Folk. We could be, but we don't know. He. That's the thing that I don't understand because, and actually, you remember we talked about it a lot. He had two practices in Oxnard, where we were, and we all sudden started watching. He was. Pretty poor. 33, boom. He, miss, m- miss. he missed from like the three-yard line. He missed four kicks in two days, yeah. and it was like a five-alarm fire. But he settled in, and I don't believe he missed another kick the rest of camp. Or if he did, it was one. One, one out of like, what, 25? And he missed. He made his only attempt in preseason. Right. Which, do- that's what doesn't get exactly. – what I don't understand is – how how long? And we're going to ask these questions. We're going to find out. Like how you long? You're going to get an answer. You think? We'll see. Not a satisfactory this, one. This Big. is this is my question. Like how long did they have the idea of Brett Maher in mind? Because in hindsight, you're letting him kick five times in preseason as opposed to one for Bailey. Like we're all along, were they thinking, okay, let's we need to see what this guy can do in a game situation. Or did it come down to the last game? And they said, okay. Because all if you if, if Dan Bailey's not kicking in preseason, that told me and I think everybody else, oh, he's their guy. They feel good about yeah. him. They don't need to see him kick. Oh, hey, I got reminded of a – you ever get reminded of tweets from people? All the, the time. People, yeah. 8-3-2018. Uh, Mayor, Mar, has a strong, doesn't have as strong as leg as Bailey. That was kind of a, just an observation I made. You know, somebody yeah. asked me a question. Yeah. And I said he just doesn't – it doesn't look as – it doesn't look like the ball's coming off his foot as well. And so, I mean, it was just some ob- observation of practice. And, you know, here now the guy makes the team, makes a 57-yard field goal. But I, I just I – never, I never thought that Dan Bailey's job was in jeopardy. Nope. I never – I mean, Anybody I, that I, tells I was me talking, that they thought that it hey, was is we, a liar. Nick and I got yelled at for, you know, implying that, you know, there was other reasons why Dan Bailey was struggling, you know. Right. And, you know, we got ripped for that within the organization. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, well, tell me, tell, give me a reason then. Give me a reason. Now, all of a sudden, it's, the guy's gone. Give me a reason. This is an interesting point that I thought of, though, which, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like, these guys are people away from football, too, with their own problems and their own uh, issues that they sort through just like we do. And one thing that I would say is, I mean, behind the scenes, we're, we're not in those meetings. We're not part of that. And if if a guy, special teams coach too if basically. a guy doesn't have it from a mental aspect maybe you notice that you know maybe you do and that's maybe you yeah. maybe you pick that's up on that that's the reason they're like, going to get the reason they're going to give you i mean i, I right. doubt they would say that not, not well not not the head yeah. coach see like if i'm um Mikel mckay or KD cannon or some receiver they they might got cut and said you know i didn't get enough reps or i didn't get this and and that's probably the case and that's just the way it is those guys haven't really earned the 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 reps to to go out there and do that, but Dan Bailey has Bailey has earned the right. If he's if he's a, got a confidence problem, he deserves the right to go to a game and and miss and like okay, he's not hurt anymore. This truly is a problem, but we never got a chance to see Dan that, Bailey right? misses or Brett Maher missing. What do you mean? Oh, missing. I mean, which do you feel better? I mean, you don't feel good about any of missing, but I mean, would you rather Dan Bailey try and? I haven't worked it out like Nick's saying. I think we've. I, I agree with him. I think we said it all the way through the preseason. It's like, and even even the week that he was struggling in Oxnard, I didn't see enough of a drop off to where I was worried about him. You know, like I still thought of him as rock solid. Yeah, and somebody tweeted to me the Nick Foles comparison that you brought up, Brian. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Nick Folk. I'm s- Nick Folk. Yes. Foles yeah. is Foles. starting Foles. for Foles. Philly on Thursday he's, night. Yeah, he's that, ahead of he's that Super Foles. Bowl quarterback Foles. guy. Yeah. 
Nick Folk was cut in 2009 after they beat New Orleans on the road, that big yeah. win. That was the middle of a playoff race. Right. And they decided, all right, we got to cut bait. Enough was we, enough. We're, yeah. trying, we're trying to make a playoff You're run right. here. They went the entire offseason with Dan Bailey saying, he's okay. Yeah. He's okay. And, yeah. and they brought in a guy who, no disrespect to him, he's never had a kick in the NFL regular right. season. Right. So they didn't go for tryouts. They didn't go that route. Right. And apparently this guy just impressed the hell out of him. Yeah. And I respect the coaching staff's opinion. They more, Like Dave said, they know more than us. Uh, they're around the players more than I'm us. Sure. But, but we did watch virtually every practice. Yeah. And I didn't see and a huge watch, difference. Yeah, and you started having to pay attention to kicking because of the two days where Bailey was awful. Yeah. So all of a sudden now Rob Phillips is charting and Todd Archer's charting. Everybody's charting kicks, which we never did. You kind of didn't have to back in the no. day. Oh. Yeah. Do you think the kickoffs have anything to do with this? I mean, do you, the new kickoff rule that if you don't, you know, smash it out of the end zone, then it's going to be, it, you know, you have a chance for bigger returns. Do you think this has anything to do with that? I mean, the, I don't know if this other guy is a better kickoff well, guy. That's a good question, but I don't have a great answer. I don't either. I hate when I have a bad answer. Well, that's a good question for 2 p.m. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that is a good question. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, what? How many times are you going to kick off in a given NFL game? Like for five to eight? I depending. hope. Yeah. You <laughs> hope. Yeah. yeah. You hope. But uh, maybe, maybe you know, with Dan's injury history, you know, that's a strain that if somebody I mean, he if might they, not hold up to. If they come out and tell us it's a confidence issue, okay. Can you picture Jason Garrett saying no, that though? I no. can't. Not on the record. No, we not just didn't trust him anymore. Okay, I can't if he maybe waves that. us off. Yeah, it's yeah. You know, it's turn be, those recorders. Turn those recorders off. Interesting. And, which, I, I think they need to rethink this. Monday afternoon press conference on you know we we go to the training camp and they he talks every single day at sure. practice he then he talks again in the walk off and then it all comes down everything you're seeing comes down to this yeah. September second Saturday like the, they finally cut thirty six guys and then it's just silent for two days yeah like I don't, I don't especially when I cut like this most of the teams in the league do a I, conference I, call on Saturday oh yeah so oh, really yeah oh. That would be good. That's what they should do. We're already, and just, we're already they, making people mad. Well, I didn't like seeing that email of just Dan Bailey, Oklahoma State, like among, among 36 cuts. I yeah. just think he deserved better than that. And we just – He's a captain. Yeah. You cut a ca- – you're right. You cut a captain from your team in a pro bowler. Skandrick was a captain too. Right. <laughs> oh, come on. You're just throwing shade at everybody today. That's true. <laughs> like you're just – That's feeling, true. You're feeling, you're feeling good because yeah. the Tigers got the win no, and you're just I'm, here to throw hey, some shade. I, no, I'm not now, throwing that is shade. True, and I don't think that Garrett t- talked about it right then. Did he send out a release? Did he no. say we're – you know, we appreciate everything that no. Orlando – no. So, okay. Yeah. That's the way it is then. It's a it's a it's a head scratcher, man. Because Shocking. just think of I mean, look, this team he's fighting to win games. That's that's and, and that's all why you, Which throw, it, you well, throw a guy. No. He's fighting to win games, and he cut a Pro Bowl kicker. No, that's what like I'm saying. One of the Dave. most accurate no, ones in no, history. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Everything is going against him. You know, if I, I've told people, if I was him, I would be in Jerry Jones' office every day, asking him about Earl Thomas. I'd be there every day. Which, hey, may, you know, to go back to my point, maybe the flip side, maybe behind the scenes, spending the last six weeks with Dan, maybe they're just convinced that he doesn't have it anymore. And That's they, fair. they are like a, like a baseball pitcher. They are bound to have a more informed opinion than we are. And they sure see they a twenty-eight-year-old guy who maybe he's on the upswing, who right. just who just nailed a nearly sixty-yarder in preseason. I'm just trying to think of no, their thought process. Exactly twenty-eight. Huh? Exactly. He's 28. He's 28. He's been in the CFL most of his career. Yeah. Actually went to camp, right? Here? In 13. And he he was Bailey's 
reserve guy. He Can't was there play. to keep Bailey from having to kick all the all the time. Yeah. It's crazy. I always thought if they had to make a move at kicker and and replace Dan Bailey, we would have a tryout of like four guys that have been through the league. We've mm-hmm. seen this before. We did it last year when he was hurt. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. It's harder to replace him or Witten. And I mean, hmm. Hmm. I just give Man, Nick an I, idea for look, I'm article. telling you, Jason Witten <laughs> is going to the Hall of Fame, but it was not obviously not down the second half of last season, but for most of the seven years he was here. You Scott Linehan used to say he'd sit on the bench. They'd make adjustments. They'd sit down, you know, and, and he would they'd send the field goal team out. He knew they were going to get three points. That's what I'm saying. He, they, they just immediately, everybody starts, they start their little talks with the quarterbacks because they knew three points from, was going to be up on the board. From 55 and yeah. in. You're you get on the like, other yeah. side of that star this is amazing. at AT&T, that thing's going home. That's exactly. So yeah. all due respect to Jason Witten, but that is a hell of a nice thing to have in your back pocket. But it wasn't the case last half of last year. Right. Missed five field goals. Here's Rob. Two front, extra points. Front office Rob. I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> rationalize what's happening. Thinks he puts on a tie. He can fool us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brian. It's Rob McClay over here. <laughs> Brian is feeling it today. He's feeling it. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to work us through this. I know you, you know? are. There's no logical answer. Is it, do I think it's a risk? Yes, absolutely, yeah. especially you, because you're going to play a good football team yeah. on the road this yeah. week. Yeah. And how many games in Jason Garrett's yeah. career have been decided by a three points goal. or less? A field goal. Oh, a lot. I'm going to go Trust look that me. up, and I'm going to tweet that out later. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that I think is worth bringing up, too, is like Brett Maher has done nothing wrong. Except Everybody said his name wrong. Whatever. We'll figure it out this week, he's I had a good. You. He's had a good game. He, he has! He's, <laughs> he has done nothing wrong. He has done what all football players dream of doing, which is like play well enough to earn a roster spot. I feel like I feel like people are going to be against this guy because oh. of what the Cowboys did. It's not his fault. Well, it's it's like, the same thing with those tight ends. Yeah, Swain, those guys. None of those guys could play worth a damn okay, because at, you at got least, Jason at least Witten. Jason Witten retired. Imagine if they just cut him because they felt good about Swain. <laughs> I'm did, serious. We didn't know if Witten had it anymore. Uh, so I, I'm I am now rooting for it for Brett because I'm with you there. there's going to be a oh, lot I can't of people. Wait that first tweet. That, um, <laughs> so what's going on? Oh, the first time Garrett's going to go for it. Like <laughs> the first time this guy ever <laughs> so a 24 yard field goal is like. Okay, he's good now. Unless this guy hits his first 10 in a row all through the season. Like his, I mean, if his first miss is in the first three weeks of the season. Like a Dan Bailey 24-yard miss oh, in San Francisco. Be, oh if he misses, a, yeah, that's true. He, if he Dan misses missed, from like. The, but Dan had a oh. chance to redeem himself right. later in the right. game. He was going right. to get cut if he didn't get that chance. Yeah. 27-yard <sighs> field goal or freaking 35-yard field goal shanked left in like week one in a tie game at Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be four guys working out on Tuesday. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Dan Tell Bailey, we're gonna be one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I, don't we all think he's gonna have a job fairly quickly? He's working uh, out. You know what? He's working out with the Jets today. I yeah. thought Des would have a job. Yeah, yeah, you know what? That's a really good point. Yeah, that is a good. point. How many Oklahoma State guys are on the team now? I, I tweeted this. Boise's the new jam now. <laughs> Yes. Boise State is, is the new. Is there a single Oki State I guy think left? Blake Jarwin. Blake, Blake Jarwin. Yeah. Blake Jarwin. Good call. Yeah. Good call. There was seven of them at one point in time. I know. Ori Lemon. <laughs> Brandon Weed. Brandon Weed. Randall. Oh boy. Life comes at you fast. It sure does. <laughs> well, we thought we were going to break down. The biggest news coming out of Saturday's cuts was going to be like six receivers versus five versus seven. We got a little Dan Bailey news that 
took up 21 minutes of the some, first show. We got some other news. You want to do that after the break? Yeah, let's take our first break. We'll um, we'll come back with some roster moves that have been made today, some stuff that was made over the weekend in addition to Saturday's cuts, and get into what that 53 looks like next. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one of a kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See you for details. This, this is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Welcome back inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Happy Labor Day. Hope everybody's enjoying their day off. If you have one, we're here to get you through the next 35 minutes or so before Jason Garrett takes the podium at 2 p.m. Central Time. Check out that on Dallas Cowboys Mobile. 888-855-2297 is the number if you want to sound off on Dan Bailey getting cut or anything the Cowboys have done roster-wise so far. Got some roster moves today, Davey, right? Uh, yeah, and you were the one that reported that stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Noah Brown is going to IR. Yes. Thought that was going to happen, didn't we? De- yeah, we did. Uh, Deontay Thompson is coming back. So that's that very, I mean, you had to keep Noah Brown on the 53 in order to recall him later if you want to. Uh, so I would guess that they kind of told Deontay, hey, hang out in Frisco for a day or two and you'll be back for practice. Um, so he's back and then... Darius Jackson, who was put on the practice squad, is now a member of the Green Bay Packers. He, they put him on their 53. Happy for him. Yeah. And uh, now Bo Scarborough is back on the practice squad here. So, All right. So that's eight spots filled, I believe, on the practice squad. Right. Jordan Chun, another running back. Probably put a kicker on. Possibly. I'm just kidding. Po- <laughs> hey. <laughs> you could. You're just on one today. <laughs> no, I just. Who did they bring back? Dre Sanderson, Lance Lenore. Uh, yes, Charles Tapper. Yeah. Every there's a list of eight guys. I don't recall them all by Kyle name. Kyle Kiro. Uh, yeah. Dre Anderson. 
uh, you know, I didn't know he was Flipper Anderson's kid. Yeah. Until Brad and I were doing the game the other day. Yeah. Amazing. Played well down the stretch he in did. practice. He, yeah. now, now, there's there's an example of a guy who comes in. We're like we're a week into camp, maybe two weeks into camp, gets a workout and plays well enough to get himself a practice squad job. Yeah. Okay, there you go. It's impressive. You're That's looking nice. at you're looking at you're looking at working at Lowe's. You know, or Home Depot, one of those places, you know? Yep. Can I help uh, you find some paint, ma'am? No, now you're going to be catching balls. It's Drez Anderson, Jake Campos, the offensive lineman, Jordan Chun, uh, Bo Scarborough now, Lance Lenore, Donovan Alumba, Kyle Quero, and Charles Tapper. I'll tell you what, maybe the most important guy on that practice squad right now is Alumba because they're only carrying four He's corners. cornerback, They're yeah. carrying four corners. Yeah. So unless somebody out there magically appears, he's here's your guy – you get a hamstring or one of these crazy things we have happen to these corners. He's now playing. He's your fifth or your here's your guy in. You know, you said it. Um, you said it several times, Brian, about the one thing this team can't do. Any GM or coach can't do is fall in love with their own team. No, and, and maybe that, that's right. They didn't fall in love with Dan but Bailey. But they didn't. Anymore. I mean, when, yeah. you, when you think no. about it, they they didn't do that. They actually, you know, they didn't fall in love with the guys like Bo Scarborough yeah. or anything like there that. There you go. Now he did come back, but I mean. No, nobody signed anybody except for now Darius Jackson. Right. But nobody claimed any of those players at all nope. um, until Jackson. So that just kind of goes to show that other teams weren't falling in love with them either. Well, but didn't I believe I saw this? Was there thirty-eight? Someone I saw a tweet. Thirty-eight players league-wide got claimed. 30, thirty-nine. I believe. Thirty-nine. Yeah. Okay. So you know that's a lot. I mean that's that's a that's kind of a low number for a lot of waves. That's hey. and eleven by the top two guy teams in the claiming order: New yeah. York and Cleveland. Yeah, we talk a lot. We talk about it every year. I mean, you're always there's always some guy you're in love with. Wow, well, you can't cut Lance Nor. I fell in love with Bo Scarborough. Rico Gathers. Well, Rico Gathers is a story. But if you look at our cut to fifty three, who's the fifty third player we had? Rico. Rico Gathers. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's get into that. Well, <laughs> just really quickly, I just. I like Nick said, out today, Rob. Way to go! Huh? I applaud them for. I don't know if outside the box thinking is the right way to say it, but you know, I I even you know I'm sitting there trying to make the roster. I'm like, well, you got to have three running backs in no, the NFL. You no, you don't. Uh, and you know, whatever. We'll we'll cut Darius and Bo, and we'll, whichever one of them gets claimed, we'll bring the other one back. It's fine. We don't need to crowd up our roster with a guy we don't actually need, especially if you you hope they're never going to play anyway. In my opinion, you have so. four because you have. Uh, half of a running back with uh, Jameez Olawale. Yeah. And, and Tavon, Tavon Austin has yeah. 160 career carries. No, he that's can a do good something point. for you. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So no need to. I mean, that was a possibility. If you're going to carry three quarterbacks, four tight ends, nine offensive linemen. Nine offensive linemen. Yeah. But, you know, what, what did they do? They went out, they traded for an offensive lineman, they claimed an offensive lineman. So your three backup linemen on Sunday are three players that were not here last year. And two of them weren't even here last week, right? Yeah, if you, that if is you, true. If you, you think about Anger eight, and Redmond, and then you had Fleming and Fleming, yeah, so those are your backups for this game. Yeah, and Kadeem Edwards cut yesterday to make room for. He'll probably be a practice squad guy, Redmond, right? Redmond, that's a possibility. Seems like it would yeah. make sense. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. make sense. Have you, yep. Brian, have you gotten to take a look at the two those two lines? Yeah, Redmond and yeah, Anger. I have a white Anger's report is up on DallasCowboys.com, and then this afternoon uh, I'll have Redmond's report. And I'll tell you what, my, my initial thing about Redmond is that if you think about what Marcus Martin could have been here as the backup swing guard tackle, this guy primarily just plays as a center, but he's a better center than what Marcus Martin was. Well, that's so, good to hear. And yeah, so, but he's a, he's a lighter guy. He's a more athletic guy. 
they, I see why they signed this guy because he's 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 got scheme fit to him. He, he's a puller. He's a reacher. He's a you know he's a second level guy. He's a get in the way blocker. He's not going to sit there and hammer you off the line, but he can when you have to. When we always talk, we always talk about cut the defense in half, get to the second level, and turn turn it back in, kind of give the back a chance to make a cut. Uh, this guy can do that. So I, I you know when you look at him and anger and those guys, I, I to me. They got better. They, they, the whole idea was to get better than Kadeem Edwards. Mm-hmm. And I think they've done that with the guys that they've put on this roster now. So that's good. And if they get Kadeem Edwards to the practice squad, that's good. Then he can continue to work, develop it, hopefully get stronger. And then, you know, maybe down the line you can you can put him in line. Because he, he wasn't terrible. He was good. At, listen, he went from being a guy last year that was an immediate cut to a guy that was on your 53-man roster so that, that shows you made a little progress there. Um, can we talk a little bit about Frederick? They, so far, they have not done anything with Travis Frederick. Yeah, I want to talk to Garrett about that when this thing kicks off, which, I mean, he probably— I don't think they still know. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious because— this is, They're gambling here. It's, it's a lot like Tony Romo is, well, the longer you leave him off of IR, the longer it is till you can bring him back. Um, so, like you said, gamble, or maybe they feel really optimistic, but— how many weeks can you afford to carry a guy that can't Eight. contribute? Eight. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you're I mean, if you're willing if you're willing to st- if you're willing, I mean, up to eight weeks. If it goes past eight weeks, now you're now you're going to think about okay, what do we need? Because we'll, that'll be right around the buy, right? But what kind I'm saying, they might be need a guy or something like that. One yeah. of those things. But it, it's still they might need a spot for David Irving here in four weeks if things don't approve. Yeah, it's it's just dicey to think about carrying a guy on the 53 who has no chance to help you. What about Dayton Jones? Yeah. Are they carrying him as well for the time being. Yeah, really, and, really thought. I mean, I've been told that Brian Price is a guy that could be. He was cut yesterday. Yeah. And, for the for for those two moves that we just talked about, we haven't really talked about the safety yet. No, uh, Abraham, Ibrahim, Ibrahim, Ibrahim. Yeah. yeah, Campbell. I'll tell you what, though, he had a good game against the Cowboys on yeah. Thursday night. You know, I, Brad and I called his name quite a bit. Kind of a strong safety build, Nick. Northwestern been a couple of different spots. Fourth round pick by the Cleveland Browns. Has started some games in the he league. He has started some games at 5'10", 215. He's a thick looking guy, and he will come and hit you now. That's one of the things I was impressed. But, you know, Houston played him as some single high stuff. You so, think, you think, oh, maybe he's just a strong safety banger guy. Uh-uh. They played him some deep. And he and there was a couple of times where, uh, remember the ball going inside the slant that was dropped by um, Gallup? Remember that in the game where they threw the slant inside and Gallup just, I mean, mm-hmm. Campbell was on the fly to try and get there and make the play. So, uh, you know, he's got, some, he's got some understanding of where he needs to fit in like some of the zone drops and things you could see him cover some ground I think that was most impressed by his ability to hit I mean I, I saw a, a big body coming inside and, and wrapping guys up and and tackling in a, in a good way and that maybe that's a little bit more than you know always get on Xavier Woods of not being a tackler this guy is a tackler no more are we going to say that this fourth preseason game is meaningless. If that no. guy's doing something that yeah. caught the Cowboys' eye, obviously yeah. the kicker just made a 57-yarder. <laughs> yeah. I think that affected yeah. things. I Scouts mean, game. Things happen in, in the fourth game. It, it's sure not do. for everybody, but, sure but there are some. Sure does. Any other surprises that came out of the cuts? I mean, we we did Rico, our 53. Keeping four, we keep saying that. I, 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 I was but I'll, tell you, what, you, I'll tell you what, though. I should say this. It surprised me. He, he, he outplayed jailed. Dalton Schultz. He did outplay Dalton Schultz. 
Dalton Schultz wasn't as good as he needed to be. All the way around or just as a pass catcher? I think all the way around. Dalton Schultz really didn't do anything blocking. Yeah. I mean, there was some liability there with him blocking. I, I, I did not see that same player, Dave, that we watched in the draft show. No. That, that you know, we, we talked about, oh, Will Disley, the guy from Washington, really good blocker. And Dalton Schultz, really good blocker. The guy Ian Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. That the, the, mm. the Dolphins the, get him? Uh, the Indiana kid? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carolina. You're Carolina, you'll see him. Yeah, I'm sorry. I knew it was a teal kind of a jersey. <laughs> Close enough. But, <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you're sitting there going, okay, well, they have a chance to grab him. Could they, you know? He was he went in like the third round. Third round, though. but I'm just saying though, when we were talking tight ends, yeah, no, I mean, we were talking about blocking tight I, ends. When it, you were talking about him, Jason Witten has not even hadn't even decided to retire no, though. That's I true. Think, you know, if you go back, and sometimes that happens, but like the dra- the the narrative around the draft was that you know he went to Stanford, he's ready made, he's mm-hmm. not going to take long to adjust. You sound like me talking, Dave. Just, I, 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 well, no, go ahead I and say me. Go ahead and say it. Brian it said just, that, it was yeah. everybody. Yeah, there were a lot of people who thought he was like the sneaky, most intriguing draft prospect. Well, camera it, on me, Kent. Didn't work out that way, <laughs> but <laughs> the, the 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 thing with the Cowboys. There though, it is. I don't. I don't. This is not a knock on the Cowboys because I agree with it. He's a fourth round pick. He's a, right. He's a talented guy and he's smart. He needs to, as opposed to Rico. He needs to. Jeez. Well, well no, he, may, I mean, he may need. He may need a, a year in the offseason program. He needs time. He needs yeah. to bulk up. He needs to practice and all that good stuff. I'm not ready to pull the plug on him, and I don't blame the Cowboys well, Rico for keeping him on the roster. That's fine. So yeah. you keep four. Yeah. You keep four, and you say we really need Bo Scarborough. Yeah, did we? Yeah. No, we. Uh, now I'm agreeing with you on that. So there you go. So and it worked out. Okay. And honestly, sorry, Nick, but we went over Bailey. That's surprising yeah. to me. But everything I really like everything else that they've done. I you know the, you bring in a three safety, quarterbacks, safety with some starting experience. I'm not ready to pull the plug on the Mike White experiment. Okay. Quarterbacks are like lottery tickets. We've learned that. Uh, what about the backup spot? I mean, okay. I don't Paxton like Lynch. I don't like that situation. But I said this a week ago if you didn't like if you wanted to do something about your backup quarterback you needed to do it in march like why don't go sign teddy bridgewater to a one-year deal or robert griffin whatever but trying to do something now it's the the bet is made for me i don't care well i mean unless there's a young guy that's been cut that's out there that you'd like better than say it i'm down to bring on paxton lynch or connor cook to work out i just i'm not just gonna sign them sign them sight unseen you wouldn't you wouldn't claim those guys no another one that got cut um Davis Webb. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So I'm just, I would I'm just love, by the way, out there. I would love the to way, have those guys come work out. I don't, I mean, they didn't light the world on fire. How about the Giants? How about the Giants telling you that Davis Webb was the reason why they were going to draft a quarterback at two? Yeah. How about that? So much for that. Yeah. Isn't Davis Webb the guy that started and broke Eli Manning's streak yes. and yeah. all that for, yes. for one game? One game. I think that was Geno, wasn't it? Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, it, it was Geno. You're right. It Davis was G- Webb was there. Yeah, yeah. he was there. You're yeah, right. right. It was Geno. It was Geno Smith. Do you have a thought on Rico? Even worse. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, all along, I mean, Rico needs to practice. He needs to be on the practice squad. I don't think anyone thought he could get there. Well, you know, when you spend the the Saturday morning of cut day in jail to start the day, I think there's a good chance you can clear waivers and go to the practice squad. (laughs) While the team is meeting. I mean. The team was here. And, yeah, at noontime, it's like. Who's gonna right, does this him? change things? Because Stephen Jones up? says the day before, I don't think he's probably going to make it. 
I don't think I agree with you for the and honestly, what has really changed from three years ago when thirty one teams sent somebody to his workout at Baylor? That's quite a big number. Never played football before. Thirty one people wanted to see him, and he's done nothing to dispel that intrigue. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, okay, the arrest—you never want to get arrested, but like that's not going to scare off NFL teams. They take on way worse people than guys who have pot on them. So. Uh, I just, I, whatever, I don't, I think you probably lose him if you cut him. And not only are they so intrigued by his potential, but I think they're terrified of what he could be somewhere else. I think that's part of it too. Yeah. Honestly. Can I give you a surpriser? Yeah. How about, how about Tyree Robinson? Still that's here. not surprising at all. I, I thought it was between him and Ty- and Jerron Johnson. Well, surprising that they went, went and got a safety and he's still on the team. Yeah. I thought that's he was true. the guy that was going to get cut. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, you thought he played well. I thought he did, but I didn't know if he had played well enough to to get on the 53. I thought they were going to keep Johnson myself because of familiarity and why would you have if 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 you look at if you look at the situation right now and we, we're going to try to figure out what's wrong, you know, Kayvon Frazier, is he going to be available this this week? That's a good right. question. Kayvon Frazier's one good shot away from Tyree Robinson playing for you right there. If he can play, he's going to have to harness up his shoulder yeah. and and gut it out. Yeah. Probably all year. That's- and and if they really thought Byron Jones and Cheeto were guys that could slide over into the safety position, then they would have probably kept more cornerbacks. Yeah. yeah. Please don't do that. I know. Yeah, but no, I know. You're right. In the game, you have to move. If they were thinking about it, they would probably have more than four corners on the team right now. Back to Rico, real quick. Talking about 46 man roster. I mean, for the for the game. Yeah. So you know, Schultz, Rico. Who's your third tight end for this game? That's a, great, that's a great Schultz. question. You know why? Because Schultz plays more special teams. Does he? Yeah. They use all those linebackers and tight ends. Can you can you can you make them all active? Yeah, is I mean, that possible? I mean, that's not uh, impossible. You could do that. We could we could go through it real quick. But I mean, I, I still think something's going. Isn't usually a Friday show for it you is. guys? Yeah. Oh, Derek loves doing that on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Well, we do it too. Yeah. It's probably overkill. Mike White, Travis Frederick, uh, the last offensive lineman. Dayton Jones. Dayton Jones. Yeah. We could do this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris yeah. Covington, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that on Friday. Okay. Well, fair enough. We got one Xavier segment Woods. left. Xavier Woods for this week. Maybe yeah. next week. Oh, too. wait. Are we not doing a full hour? We are doing a full hour. Oh, you just meant. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anything you'd like to add or that we can tease? Um. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of roster news, sort of like minor, not not super sexy. But no, make it sound like it's it's major. really sexy. Yeah. Stay, come back for yeah. the new roster information. Dave Hellman has sexy roster news next, and we've got a phone call waiting on the other side when we come back on Talking Cowboys Break. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. 
Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com cowboys. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This, this is the Talkin' Cowboys break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Welcome back inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We're still celebrating LSU's primetime victory over the Miami Hurricanes last night at AT&T Stadium. It was a lot of fun. Miami fans left at halftime? Oh, yeah. That's there was bad. Some, there was some, there was some, there was not all of them, just some. I'll tell you what, I was. <laughs> left Nick at left, halftime. Nick left at halftime. <laughs> Well, I'm a, telling you, if you're going to go to Cowboy games, hey, yeah, do that. Texas Live, I mean, it, it cha- it's changed the whole experience of going over there to games. Ranger, if somebody probably did it right and went to the Ranger game yesterday, yeah, where you know it was two o'clock, so maybe they didn't yeah, survive. They didn't die of heat yeah. stroke. Eighteen runs there for the Rangers, but the, you, you know, you go there, you go to Texas Live. It's a, it's this like a mall of eight different uh, restaurants mall and of bars. Drugs. It, yes. The mall of a the mall drugs. Of drugs. Tro- <laughs> Troy Aikman's got a really nice place over there called Troy's. And Pudge uh, Rodriguez has a place called Pudge's Pizza. Smells good, huh? Oh, man. There's a, there's actually there's a Lockhart barbecue in there, too. Like, really was badass. Uh, I didn't go. I was I was I, really uh, drinking more than eating. Uh, I drank your in. dinner last night. I drank my dinner last night, for sure. Yeah, you did. Bennett asked Dave how many beers he had. And all Lost I could think town. of was that, never ask a Navy man how many. <laughs> <laughs> never ask an LSU grad how many drinks he's had. Um, no, if, if you are a Cowboys. Too much. <laughs> if you are a Cowboys fan. My name is Dave. Whether, <laughs> whether you live in Dallas or the United Shacker Kingdom, wherever you follow the Cowboys, if you're coming to a game, I can't recommend yeah. going to Texas Live enough. It's like it's right there. It's, that and the star. I need to go star too. And well, yeah. the star, but do that the yeah. day before the game right. because Texas Live is literally on the doorstep of yeah. AT&T Stadium. Was it a hard walk when no. you had too much to drink? It was a six-minute walk. No, it's, it's good. It was great. So you've so, you, got all you these drinks here, but we're, and we're going for talk, Texas Live. It's fine. That's good. That's good. Good plug. JackBlack.com. It's good stuff. We'll hit all those. TommyJohn.com. You get 20% off. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, all these products. Uh By the way, read our email for the Jack Black stuff. Yeah, I did. Get some good stuff there. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Load that up. Jay in West Virginia. What's going on, man? Uh, uh, You tell me. Guys, 
how are you doing today? I hope you guys are doing fine. We're great. Oh, good. We're uh, great. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I, quite a few things after the last few shocking cuts that I've seen. And uh, like I say, when they released Bailey, that threw me for a loop. And I hope Hellman's been uh, stretching out because uh, if Meyer misses one in the first two games, he's going to be kicking for us or somebody. That sounds like a disaster. We're in trouble otherwise. And uh, congratulations on the LSU win, by the way. Yeah, you guys beat Tennessee too, huh? Yeah, we stomped them. There you go. Yeah, we got a good-looking defense. But anyway, the Rico Gathers thing, I I never did like him because when he was playing for Baylor, he beat the hell out of us. (laughs) in basketball, but I knew when the draft comes, that was a Jerry move. I knew it. I told my wife, I said, Jerry will pick him up. Yeah. Uh, but my thing about him is between him and Schultz, and I know Rico it looks like a screw-up 90% of the time. I, I like the skills with his hands, but also I've heard Hellman and I've heard Broadus say that Schultz got tossed around like a empty sack of potatoes a few times. A couple times. Right. So, I mean, how do you weigh that out? Is it worth having a 285 guy in there that can bully around a little bit and maybe miss a player here or or Schultz that just gets tossed around every play? Oh, let's not go every play. Yeah, every play is well, a little harsh. He's well, had some yeah. moments. I mean, yeah, Jay, you're trying to assassinate the man, but that's okay. <laughs> well, he's, I know he's young, and then when they come out of Stanford, I mean, everybody thinks they stamp him out. They do, and, you know. They do, but he's pretty small and not strong enough right now. Okay. Do you develop him longer, hoping he'll get stronger, or do you hold on to Rico, knowing he's got the strength but not the brains? The That's answer, my big one. The answer is both. The answer is yeah. both. I think that played out on Saturday. Yeah. Which a John Denver song right now, by the way. I, it's it's and we kind of touched on that a minute ago, but I think it's interesting because okay, Schultz is a fourth round pick coming from a power program that that you think runs the football and is physical. They develop these type of guys. You feel really good about his potential, even if it hasn't shown up in the last month. Yeah, Rico is Rico. He's got a sky high ceiling for, for a certain type for big plays. Basically, you know what I mean. He's got a lot of potential. Throw it up to him. Um, who do you? I mean, if these were just two back of the, if these were just you in, combined them. Well, no. What I'm saying is, if, if <laughs> made it, the perfect tight end, yeah. that would be a good. Tight if end. they weren't such intriguing resources, you would probably cut one or both of them. And like honestly, I said it during training camp. I wouldn't be surprised if you tried to claim like a veteran tight end off of somebody else's team. Like not a great tight end, but just a guy who knows how to block. Uh, but these guys, James Hanna, where are you? Ex- a James Hanna type player. But these guys are both so intriguing. I really, I he did not look great at all. I would not trust him to do a lot in the regular season. But I would not be happy if they cut Dalton Schultz because no. I don't I think it's too soon in his career to scout just me he doesn't do want it. to cut him but I'm disappointed that I that I thought you know I, I think thought, I thought I saw a guy I thought I mean and now I know it's the first you know it's training camp and I, I heck Nick you and I did a point counterpoint I told you I thought he was going to start and I thought it would be Jarwin so we both yeah. <laughs> lost yeah, be wrong a lot Jeff Swaim has been it happens the, uh, hey. tied in one since day one right yeah has not let go of it. Yeah, but, but Jarwin, Jarwin's going to have his snaps. I yeah, think. no, he and this team's going to do twelve personnel and probably thirteen personnel yeah. at some point. If I had to guess, I just basically I think they view both of those guys as too intriguing to cut, even if they're not really ready for prime time. And I don't know what that means. Such bad luck cutting tight ends here. That's true. 
And they really I, have. I, 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 that's I'm that's one of those things in your mind. You go, okay, if you let this guy go, he'd probably be making the Pro Bowl next year. You know, one of those I, things. I, Bennett went off. Well, and won I'm a just Super saying Bowl. they, yeah, they no, I they've had that guys too. leave here and go have productive careers. I mean, I know Gavin Escobar got cut yesterday or the day before, one of those things. But you've had some guys go off and have good careers here. I absolutely could be wrong. Again, you know, don't fall in love with your own roster too much. Yeah. But I think Dalton Schultz would get claimed by somebody if he were released. I do. So uh, I, I don't know how that's going to work. More for so than Rico? Both of them, honestly. I really – I do. Um, and so I – I'm just curious how they play that in the regular season because somebody's got to contribute. Who do you trust more? I don't know. Probably Schultz if I had to guess, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I think Schultz just needs – we've seen a lot of guys at a lot of different positions. First full year in an offseason program, remake their body, bigger, yeah. stronger. I think we're seeing it with Taco a little bit this year. Sure. Yep. Maybe that's what What's he needs. Your hope? Maybe that's what he needs. When you when you were talking inactives, did you did you say Mike White mm-hmm. or or Cooper Rush? Yeah. Which I mean, mm. I don't think no Cooper Rush. No, is the you're not gonna put you're not gonna put three quarterbacks on the. No, yeah. I don't know how you could. No, that makes sense. I was just, I was just thinking about that with with like, you know, if I still think you know Rico could give you something in the red zone area. It's yeah. just that. Can you can a guy just be a red zone player and that's it? I mean, I don't I don't think Can he give you anything on special teams? Right. Uh, he could give he Run could down. Give, who, who gives you more big plays potentially, Rico or Tavon Austin? Hey, I'm all in on Tavon, Tavon. Austin. I had some scouts I had some scouts around the league tell me they hey, what's up with Tavon Austin? I'm like, Well, they're doing this, 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 and this with him. You know, I'm all describing him and then they every one of them goes, Well, he's, he's got to show me. He's got to show me he oh, can do this. Hey. He's got to prove to me he could do this. It's, they're like, they're like when, we, when you guys made the trade, you know, it's like, oh, geez, okay. But they goes, but they he he's got to prove he can be a real player. That's a hundred percent fair because we're not like the, four guys saying that. We're not the first people to be intrigued by his talent. He was a top ten pick. Yeah. Like and and you look around, you know, I follow I follow damn near every NFL writer there is. All I mean, hundreds of people that cover the league. And they all—that's the national narrative—is like, yeah, this isn't the first summer where people have been excited about Tavon Austin. So it's a fair criticism, but he has looked really good with this team, and I—I I think he's going to have a pretty sizable role in the offense. Can I ask another question? Yeah, it's not about Tavon Austin. Oh, defense. We've seen Byron Jones have a really good training camp at safety, and then kind of play just okay. Mm-hmm. Is this the year that he goes from having a really good training camp to? Playing like a really good training camp, that we see him getting his hands on a lot of balls, and we see him getting interceptions, and we see him being the player that we saw, because we we all kind of out of last year, I believe he was our man of the match, you know, as far as the overall, one of the best. I'll answer that question if you can answer one for me. Is Randy Gregory going to be playing a lot? Because if he, Randy Gregory yeah. is out there playing with Demarcus on the other side, I think that these cornerbacks have a chance to to be really good, both of them. Uh, maybe Cheeto even Pro Bowl like they got to get interceptions and, yeah. and how you do that is is you pressure starts up front. So if Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence are playing like I think that they're going to play with Taco coming in and Armstrong coming in, um, then I think Byron Jones has a chance to be really good. Yeah, I think he has a chance to because I think he's in a position now where it's him against another guy and he can go make a play. I think you know the role for him became 
playing back, playing deep last year, and he just kind run of... Run up, run up, run yeah, up, kind run of, up. Oh, wait, missed a tackle there. Now it looks really bad. Kind of what we've talked yeah. about Xavier Woods' role so far. Yeah. In camp. We haven't seen a lot of plays. I think he's in a position now where, especially the way they want to play their corners, they want to be aggressive, they want to jam guys. This might be a perfect fit for him. That's what they're banking on anyway. And Chris Richard's type of secondary. I think that's a really good point is that... I mean, I know there's more to it than this. I'm not trying to oversimplify, but it's cornerback. Like, just cover the guy across from you. Go get him. You know? and yeah. that's, so it's a lot less to worry about, and I th- think maybe it allows him to use his natural athleticism a little more. So I hope so. It would be a bummer if that happened two years in a row. Because Brian's right. He was maybe the man of the match for two yeah. straight camps. Yeah, oh, for real. Yeah. He's yeah. been great in camp. Hopefully it translates. Who do they need year. to be better? With Gregory? Or do they need Jalen Smith? Both. Oh, Can I man. just have both? <laughs> That's the thing. You mean, if you get both. If they both play the way they've looked in camp, this defense is going to be pretty freaking good. Yeah. I'm going to let you do the fan pulse things on our talking no, show. I just throw it no, out those there. Are, these are great. These yeah. are great. No, I just want to know who needs to be better. Um, that's a who good do they, question. Who do they need to be? You're, you're deeper Gregory. at linebacker, right? Gregor, Ge- yeah. Gregory. Give yeah. me – I mean, if you're really talking about, like, if better means he can get me, like, eight, nine, ten yeah. or more sacks, yeah. give me that yeah. all day. Can I ask another question? Why is Leighton Vanderish getting letting the people letting him slide? Well, because for two reasons – because of the two guys you just he's mentioned. He's not taking the he's not it's, taking the heat like Taco did last year. It's the two guys you just mentioned. <laughs> he is fair. not taking the heat. That's fair. Because it's I the two honestly guys you just mentioned. Rob's got a point. J- Jalen Smith has been dynamite, yeah, right? right? So you're not that was the talk. It's like, well, we're not sure what Jalen's going to be around draft time. Oh, you time, drafted now, you drafted Vanderesh thinking that you might have something that might be right. something problem with the Jalen Smith. And the rise of Randy Gregory has made you forget about quietly, yeah, the first round pick sitting out of practice the last 2 weeks. More than that, I, I no, it was like it was the last practice in Oxnard, so he probably got hurt on October. 16th. Yeah, he got hurt in one of those drills. I mean, so those uh, two and team weeks. periods. Yeah. Did I say October just now? He did. <laughs> Jeez, I yeah, I was out late last night. August, August sixteenth. Yes. Um, is he getting a pass right now? No. Here's is that because of the linebackers? <laughs> let's let me. Here's where I'm going with this. It's one of the reasons. And the linebackers. And I know he's hurt. Okay, I get it, but. I, I'm I'm about to sound like I'm giving him a pass because I know a 19th overall pick is supposed to play. Sure. But think past the, like the short term. Get over the short term. Whatever. He's okay. he's hurt. You got to let him come back. It's a soft I, tissue I'm with injury. you. I'm with you on that. Jalen Smith looks amazing. Sean Lee is an all pro. Right. Leighton Vander Esch can have plenty of value in the long run. Not just this season because it's a 17 week season. Right. I mean, Cheeto and Jordan Lewis did nothing last year for like. The, all of training camp and most of the go. first month or two of the season. What happened by the end of the year, they were starting. It is a long season. People are going to get hurt. Sean Lee, love him. God bless him. Got a pretty do- well-documented track record of getting hurt. You're going to need Leighton Vander Esch. And even if you don't need him this year, he's under contract for five years. How many more do you think Sean Lee's going to play? It's also the news cycle. You're right. You're absolutely right. But if, if we didn't have all this, Hey, Gregory's back. Gregory's looking like a pro bowler. Is Gregory going to be, be available? all over Vanderish? We their focus would shift right to number 55. I mean, media wise. Yes. If Jalen Smith wasn't playing that well, I that mean, too. Yeah. It's kind of a tricky situation because you got on one hand, you wanted to be healthy. You I mean, yeah, right. But on, you also like if, if they went to the draft, so we're not going to take a linebacker because we got Jalen Smith and we got Sean Lee. We'd be like, 
really you're gonna put eggs in, in, in both their baskets because of that but then when they both play well and they're on the fi- on the field then you're like why'd you draft Jalen I mean uh, Vanderesh yeah you know I mean yeah. it's like you had to cover yourself even when- Damien Wilson's playing pretty yeah. well to where you're saying well where are you gonna play him at Sam linebacker well, I just Damien the, Wilson's playing all right by the end of the day they're gonna be happy they have Leighton Vanderesh that's my story him or Derwin James is he inactive <laughs> Oof. How know, about how about him inactive for the first game? Layton? Very well could. Yeah, it's a good bet. But again, uh, Cheeto was, right? No, Cheeto got hurt in the first game and then was inactive for three or four after that. Like, Came back in Green Bay, right? Stuff happens. I yeah. think he, he played in that Denver game and then got hurt. I know Jordan did. Uh, Cheeto did. Yeah. And, and remember the whole yes. ring delay or yeah. lightning delay? He played and got hurt. And yeah. yeah, Jordan it's, wound up playing a lot that game. Yeah. No, Jordan did. I Jordan know. know Cheeto, Cheeto went out early. He went um, out early against Denver and Green Bay. I, it's not great if your 19th overall pick is not playing and playing well, but it's a, like a, it's a long season. It's a long contract too. Like I'm, I don't know. I'm not. And, I, I, and again, because I didn't, I didn't ask that question. The guys in front of him are playing so well. It gives him leeway to it, not. It's have unfortunate to be he's got hurt. It's unfortunate. That's a pretty strong group of linebackers, though. Mm-hmm. I kind of believe that he's gotten a pass, and I mean that in a nice way, because of the linebacker play overall. Absolutely. Yeah. This is as good as a linebacker core has looked. We're getting out of here early quickly. Oh. Your sexy roster news. Oh, right. Um, Dorrance Armstrong is no longer in 74. I think we all knew he'd be moving. He's wearing 58 now. There it is. Bob Lilly's number you, is I mean, safe. You knew they weren't going to give Bob Lilly's number to a, a rookie. So. <laughs> we knew it. Dixon uh, Edwards. Mm. Huh? Dixon Edwards, 58. <laughs> he was 58? Yeah. Hey. So. Demontre Moore. Was fifty eight last Von year. Von Miller, Von Miller. That's a better one. Good. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a Go good. Let's that. hope that's that a, one. That's a good strong pass rushing number. Right yeah. There. yeah, I like it. <laughs> Giga Maggies. All right, uh, and go Tigers. By the way, Derek hey, yeah. Thomas. By the way, fifty eight too. Kansas Ooh, City. Not there we bad. Go. Great Derek Thomas. Player. Yeah, yeah. a blur. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Give a couple minutes for Jason Garrett to head up to the podium. Appreciate you guys joining us. Enjoy the rest of your Labor Day, and stay tuned to Dallas Cowboys Mobile for more news about your Dallas Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-